Today, I want to talk about contracts, contracts between business owners and really anyone, but more specifically, I want to talk about contracts between businesses, entrepreneurs, and bookkeepers or accountants. Recently, I learned that there are some shady practices going on, and I wanted to talk about it because they're actually very important. And as a business owner, you really have to look out for uh, certain contracts, certain um, stipulations, and understanding really when the contract does not line up with the conversation or with the work that has been discussed, right? To start out, I just want to say I am a bookkeeper. I'm also an accountant. I'm a senior corporate accountant. I don't have a degree. I've just worked my way up in the corporate world. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, I kind of explain a little bit more about that. But in the freelance world, I offer bookkeeping services because I don't have that accounting degree. One thing I will say, though, is that because I have the experience I have, a lot of the work that I do borders between bookkeeping and accounting. So I kind of cross over and do a bit of both. The reason I say that is because I am fully aware of GAAP principles. So there is an acronym. It's G-A-A-P. It's called Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. This is very important in the United States. These are the guidelines that accountants have to follow when doing accounting, when reconciling accounts, when um, processing transactions. Now, the difference between what a bookkeeper does and what an accountant does, it's very blurry. It's a very blurry line. And in freelance, it gets even blurrier because a lot of bookkeepers do things that normally accountants do. A lot of accountants do things that bookkeepers do um, because the freelance world is kind of like an anything goes type of scenario. You get the person you get and either that's an accountant that's offering bookkeeping services or that's a bookkeeper that just does bookkeeping or you could have a bookkeeper that also can do some of the accountant level items. So the reason I go into all this is because gap is very important for your business. It's not just important for the people that are doing the work to know gap. It's also important for you to at least have an understanding of it, a basic understanding. So it's basically the guidelines um, that you're going to follow to make sure your accounting is being reported accurately and properly to the IRS, to um, investors, to financial institutions, to board members, anybody of importance that has some kind of stake in the company or some kind of analytical footing. I wanted to talk about contracts specifically because recently I reviewed a contract that um, had been created or I guess it was an engagement letter really but it's you know similar it's it's binding so it's from an accounting firm and it's one of those scenarios where they have conversations with the client about what they're going to do for them and then the agreement doesn't match 
with what they're talking about. So basically the accounting firm is like, I'm doing bookkeeping, I'm doing accounting, we're going to take care of your taxes, all that stuff. So they made the client feel very good and very comfortable with working with them to the point where they thought, okay, this accounting firm has my best interest in heart. They're going to take care of what it, whatever needs to be taken care of to make sure we're in compliance, right? So the part that didn't line up is in the agreement they actually state the opposite, that they're not going to be doing accounting and that they will not be ensuring things are gap compliant and that they will not make, be making sure that things are adjusted accordingly to um, make sure they line up for tax purposes. So this kind of blew my mind because it's literally a case of night and day, right? So they're saying one thing and then they're documenting something totally different. So if it were me and I were to go back in time and like look at that contract, I would be like, hey, why does it say this? I need a new agreement that reflects what we discussed, right? And so I think for so many of us, we trust people so easily and we trust that the legalities are going to line up with the words and a lot of times they don't. And unfortunately, in situations like this, it's on you as the business owner to make sure that you're covered because in this type of scenario, they could be butchering your your financial data. They could be completely slaughtering it and they could be butchering your tax filings even if they're doing the tax filings. And yes, it's risky for them, but then when you have an agreement where essentially they are releasing themselves of all liability of your financial data this way, then you're stuck holding the bag, right? So you're stuck where if the IRS comes back back and audits you or if you have major repercussions as a result of bad financial data or um, just inaccurate financial data and nobody's you know properly auditing it or even adjusting it correctly, then it's just on you. It's not on the accounting firm because the agreement is what actually holds up in court or you know any kind of legal proceedings. And so it's so, so, so important to at least read through it. I know a lot of times contracts are very hard to read through, but this is one of those scenarios where honestly practice makes perfect. You're never going to know all of the legal terms. Some things are just added into contracts as like formalities, like non-disclosures. They usually have similar language and it just basically you know, it covers like confidentiality and things like that. There's some like staples to contracts like that that don't really change but then there's the actual agreement where it's like this is what we're going to do for you this is what we're not going to do for you and you agree to it so as soon as you sign that document it's binding right and so obviously I'm not a uh, lawyer so I can't give legal advice but my advice is to read through the contracts slowly and carefully don't just sign off on something because you have a conversation with somebody and you trust them because in this world some of the most trustworthy seeming people are going to just nail you when it comes time for people to take responsibility for things so let this be a lesson to read the contracts if you don't understand part of the contract maybe use google it, there's no shame in it when you're when you're learning to read 
legally binding contracts. It can get overwhelming in the beginning, but as you continue to read through them and get familiar with them, it gets easier over time. And so you start to get familiar with the terminology that's being used. It's very similar in accounting where there's specific terminology used in accounting. And one of those is like the acronym GAP, right? That's a very, very important acronym. So you have to make sure that whoever you're you know, bringing into your company to handle your finances, if you're in the US, you need to make sure that they at least understand GAP. Um, So from a bookkeeper's perspective, they should at least understand it. And then from an accountant's perspective, they should be able to not only understand it, but also ensure that your books are GAP compliant. So whether that means doing month-end adjusting entries, um, your accountant should always be looking over the prior bookkeeper's work to make sure that things were done accurately, um, and then reconciling and making sure all that stuff is done. So... There's more to it from the accountant perspective than just filing taxes. There's way more to it because there are things that have to happen prior to filing taxes, prior to submitting financial statements to any official entity or uh, person. So I just wanted to make sure I kind of covered that contract portion with you guys just as, as a general guideline. Make sure you read through all your contracts It might be hard. You might have to sit down with like a cup of coffee and like take an hour out and just comb through it and read through it a few times. Sometimes that's what it takes to fully comprehend what they're saying in these contracts if you're not used to reading through them. So business owners, entrepreneurs out there, even bookkeepers and accountants, this goes for everyone. Read the contracts. Make sure you understand them at least for the most part. And make sure they're covering what you need them to cover. Gap is basic. Make sure they're covering gap. Hopefully this is helpful to someone out there. And hopefully this is sa- this saves someone from some really difficult conversations and expensive penalties and problems later. Good luck out there.